Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular players, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. And are you all prepared to fight the big bad evil guy? Yes. We who are about to die salute you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to set the tone, I think. <laughs> So, from hell, maybe the last time, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy the Hitman, Sophia the Holy Inquisitor, and Rogar the Paladin Sorcerer. Nice. Yeah. We've got this shit. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. We got it. It's fine. We, 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 we fought scarier things in our time, I'm sure. Just a dude. Yeah, exactly. Just a dude with a hammer. Psh. Yeah. Dude <laughs> with a hammer. Be fine, fine, fine. So yeah, uh, to give everyone a little bit of a recap, last week you defeated the fake guard captain Emmerich and essentially unmasked him as Dick Fate, a half-orc that none of you know, but you as players definitely know. And after Tommy stopped Rogar from killing him, a man who you've all just met for the first time called Montel basically protected, I'd say, Dick Fate and got him out of there. Yep, he sure showed us that this is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Rogar, a little bit unsatisfied there, but you all decided to barrel on forward to the throne room where you found a giant shadowy dome that was obscuring all vision, and the governor of war, Barrett Pierce, seemingly got his ass kicked and was sent flying out of it to your feet. You decided to kind of leave him as he seemed to be alive but unconscious. You didn't really go to his aid. And, well, I think Rogard led the charge through the dome to see what was on the other side. And you spied a bunch of dead bodies from seemingly guards that maybe, now you've had time to think about it, are probably people who Barrett brought with him to attempt to kill Kren for whatever reason. But it seems they all failed, and Kren, kind of indulging himself in the moment, spoke to you all before revealing a trap. As the pacification obelisk he'd been talking about in his previous meeting seemingly had been installed within the throne room, and you were all left effectively stupefied. You were unable to do anything. And as he was giving his little evil villain monologue, he walked over to the window to watch the city be purged in a great fire by the Illuminated. At which point the Illuminated decided to follow up on their agreement with you and simply leave, leaving Kren enraged and his pacification obelisks depowered, and you all begin to regain your senses. And that's pretty much where we're going to start off right now, as Kren is furious, turning back towards you all. And I'm guessing you're all just going to attack him. Um, just a quick one before we do. Um, just, just from last episode, by the way, I don't actually feel fear anymore. Um, I reread the um, thing while we were off. And just, just, just for, for everyone's reference, um, it says, I'm now no... I, what does it say? It says... Um, as a person who no longer feels fear, nor falls prey to the charms of others. Hmm. So there you go. Just just because I, I, I did fail my fear check, and I, if we have to take another one, I shouldn't again. <laughs> That's all. 
This is why you should always study your character sheet. I did, I did, I did, mm. and we, we both read it at the time, but we both missed it because it's written in the blurb at the top, not in the yeah uh, kind of stuff below. Plus, I don't know if anyone out there has you know done a podcast before. There's a lot to read on the spot while you're recording yourself. So uh... absolutely, <laughs> yeah, there really is. You, you miss a lot of this shit. Yeah, you, you go back through like after the episode and go, oh, for fuck's sake, I missed that. And that. Oh, and I could do that as well. Well, that would have been handy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never really realize that when you listen to other people's shows and you're like, oh my God, how do you guys keep forgetting this stuff? And then you <laughs> like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> but how we try. Yeah. We do try. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, 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 more, it's more realistic that in this heat of the moment, you would forget stuff. That's what we're going with. <laughs> Well, with that all said and done, I think it's time to roll initiative. No. Uh, come on, initiative. Ooh. And uh, Solara with a 10, and Samuel Crane with a 16. Tommy with a 25, being Jesus. quick off the mark. Uh, me with a 17. I just realized you can't all see me, but I'm celebrating with gestures. <laughs> <laughs> An 18. Ooh. Pretty good. Yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, you're all uh, quick off the draw here. Solara's never been the fastest at um, initiative, is she? Uh, she ebbs and flows. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Tommy, regaining your senses, and you see Samuel Crane. As I said last time, he kind of punched the window, leaving it with a bit of a crack in the glass, and then he sort of turned around to face you all. But what do you do, Tommy? I'm gonna run to here. Okay. When you say okay. here, like uh, when I say here, I mean ten feet away from Mr. Kren. Mr. I'm going Kren. to as as uh, just before I do, I'm gonna nod at Rogar. Yep. And I'm gonna run up, and I'm gonna stop just shy of him, and I'm gonna hold an action. Uh, what is the action and you're the holding? The action I'm holding is I'm going to try consume madness on Samuel Kren. Interesting. I'm holding it until Rogar's made his move. Okay, so your trigger is the end of Rogar's turn. Yes. Well, the okay. tr my trigger, trigger is R Rogar is going to cast something, and I'm going to do it at the moment that Rogar casts it. So, so kind of simultaneous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We haven't meted this at all. <laughs> no, no, no. This, 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 this is the plan that we came up with on our way back from the um, discussion about what the tactics were going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously that part wasn't on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me just check something quickly. DM looked puzzled. Well, no, it's the, it's the fact that I've said I'm going to continue madness, which is interesting because I've no idea if it's going to work. But there is no reason that I, from the way I've read consume madness, that it shouldn't work. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, for that, for those out there, uh, well, um, our team is just looking something up. Um, let me consume madness once per day as an action. You may free another's mind from madness. However, doing so will apply this effect to yourself, and has a range of ten feet. So you're ten foot away from him. Yes. So I should hopefully. I've stepped. I've stayed just out of range, hopefully, of him, and I've run up, and I'm waiting. And just imagine Tommy stood there like Professor X with two fingers to the side of his head, staring <laughs> intently as he waits for Rogar to run up next to him. 
Isn't it weird that I didn't think of um, Patrick Stewart? I thought of the other guy. James McAvoy. That well, is probably weird, But I think yeah. it's because you said stood. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. And also, yeah. I think James McAvoy does that thing a lot more like... Yeah. Like, intensely, like, vein-poppingly. Which is yeah. exactly yeah. what I'm going for with Tommy here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so at the end of your turn, Kren is going to use two of his legendary actions. I knew, I knew he had some. Fucking yeah. knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Talked about um... <laughs> And he's going to cast one of his more powerful spells with that. As you stand there, Tommy, he kind of looks a little bit confused at you as you start Professor Xing <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> and he's going to spy Rogar coming quickly up on him, and he is going to cast Heat Metal on Rogar. Oh, what a dick move. Fuck off. It is a I, dick move. I, I, I had that as fucking Kurt, and you never sent a single armoured enemy against me. <laughs> <sighs> I was so looking forward to cooking a motherfucker alive. <laughs> so the question is, do I do it on his plate, or do I do it on his sword? Wait a minute, can legendary action happen at after... the end of your turn? Yeah, after yeah. Tommy's just stood there. Yeah. 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 But that, that can I just, yeah, so you can use, you can use Use two legendary actions at the end of one of my turns, can he? Doesn't mm -hmm. have... Yes, it's sorry. It's the basically it's the cost. It costs him two of his right, three right, legendary okay. actions to do a more powerful spell. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kren's going to try to defend himself. Actually, he's going to cast heat metal on Eclipse. So, oh. Rogar, you are in physical contact with Eclipse because you were presumably pulling it out to run at him and attack. Uh, well, I wasn't, but okay. Well, okay. Are you holding Eclipse <laughs> at the minute? Uh, yeah, can well. Uh, yes, yes, you're holding. Generally, you are. It doesn't matter either way. Just for description of narrative yeah, purposes yeah. here. Are you you're holding the sword? Yeah. Okay. So Eclipse starts to glow bright red in your hand, and I need you to make me a Constitution saving throw, or you're going to drop the sword. You also take. Two... It's not your turn yet, Kren. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legendary actions, man. Okay. Uh, you... I only got 13. So. <laughs> With a 13. Oh, yeah. Do remember your protection because it will be yep. coming in handy. With a 13, you fail. So you take seven points of fire damage and you drop Eclipse to the floor as it is just too hot to hold on to. Okay. Fair enough. Ouch. Yeah. At least at least you did it to the sword, not the armor, dude. Yeah, the armor would have been worse. Mm -hmm. It would. <laughs> okay. Rogar. Literally boiling alive. Yeah. Rogar, your turn. So, because um, Tommy's still in range to use his um, consume madness, as I, as Tommy's giving me the look, uh, my turn, I'm going to cast whole person on Tommy. So he, as he simultaneously consumes the madness. You're going to cast Hold Person on Tommy? Yes. Yes. And, I mean, I will allow you to choose to fail the save if that's what you want, Tommy. Yep. <laughs> but I've we're never doing it all at the same him. time, so... That's I've never heard Cutson be so... In like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, I know exactly what you're doing. Um, so, Tommy, <laughs> you are paralyzed. Yep. And, I guess, at the same time, you cast Consume Madness on Kren. Yep. Yep. So, you see Kren's mind as you do this, and you saw it previously, and you saw Rogar's mind, just for a sake of comparison here. 
when you saw Rogar's mind, you saw two bands around it that both looked like barbed wire, like just wrapped around his brain and like constricting it. When you looked at Kren's mind, you saw hundreds of brands of barbed wire, just lots and lots of bands overlapping and intersecting each other. So as you attempt to pull a madness from his mind, you struggle because there's not just one madness here. There are many. And you feel it's an odd moment because you feel the same magic exuding from yourself that's also exuding from Kren. There's like an almost harmonizing moment as you close your eyes and you try to pull this and you open your eyes, Tommy, and you're not in the throne room anymore. And you look around you and it's all this yellowish mist. It's almost like you stood on mist and you glance around and it's difficult to see what's going on. But after a few moments, the mist begins to part slightly and you see Samuel Crenn stood about 10 feet away from you. However, he's not in his armor. He's not carrying a weapon. His legs have been almost melded to the floor and he is covered head to toe in barbed wire and it is tearing into his flesh. And you see the look on his eyes of just wordless horror. Before he notices you, he's just screaming into the void. But as you seem to just sort of realize each other other are there, his eyes focus for a moment and he looks at you and goes, Who? What is this? Who are you? I'm the angel of death, mate. Your name's on my list. (laughs) It's probably for the best. And you attempt to take one of these madness away from him okay so you're saying just 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 to clarify that i can't free his mind from i can only free his mind from a madness yes now that Not. will have effects for both you and him but you can't take the whole lot he is way too far gone and he is just covered in like a thousand different neuroses and paranoias and just insanities ripping at him Okay. I will amend the way that's written to say mind from a madness then mm-hmm. in my notes rather than from madness, which would suggest you could remove. Sorry. Yeah, that madness. is a little unclear. It is you are yeah. taking one madness and adding it to yourself, essentially. Okay. That kind of nerfs our plan somewhat. <laughs> I will say it will have an effect on him if you do it. It's not going to go to waste. Okay. Um, not worth it. Well, at the moment. Too mad, people. Well, yeah, but hopefully I can still be on your side if I do it anyway. Uh, hopefully. It, it might nerf some of his... It, it, yeah, it might nerf some of his abilities, but also it doesn't... Because, just because you're mad doesn't necessarily mean you lose free will. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's true. Do I, so I has I, two I, elements of free will. Yeah. Two, two elements of madness, are, sorry, but it still has free will. Yeah, exactly. So, um... I think for the sake of the fact that I'm already here, I'm guessing I, with, with him staring up at me right now, I can't just pull a gun and like blow his face off. I mean, you could if that's how you want to represent getting rid of one of his madness. You get that this is kind of a mental scape here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to reach forward with a blade and I'm going to slice through one of these madnesses. Okay. I'm guessing I don't get a choice. I'm just going to pick one. Yeah, I mean, to you, they all look very simple. Okay. So you slice through one of these bands and 
the barbed wire splits as your sword hits and for a moment falls to the floor and you see it leaves this horrifying wound across Kren. And then it seems to move almost snake-like towards you and starts to wrap its way around your leg and travels all the way up your body through your throat and kind of wraps around your throat and your head and starts to constrict. And you just feel terrible pain. But then the pain passes and you feel good. You feel really good. (laughs) You feel better than you've ever felt. In fact, you're a little confused why, as the mist begins to clear and you're back in the throne room, you're looking around and this is your throne room, right? You're the king of these parts? In fact, you should be, shouldn't you? I mean, why wouldn't you be in charge? You look at your... You would have called them friends, but nah, they're... (laughs) They're servants, let's be honest with you. Because you're a king, and you only really have servants. And this pretender in front of you, I think, is trying to claim your throne. Mm. So the three of you watch Tommy kind of stand up a little straighter, and you're not entirely certain what's happened, but you watch as Crane kind of like starts tearing at his helmet and screaming as he kind of lashes out around him, and I'm going to say, due to the mental strain of this, Kren will effectively have disadvantage on any and all attack rolls for the next minute. Nice. Nice, that's pretty decent. Yeah. So that's ten, ten round. rounds. Ten yeah. rounds, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And that is Rogar's turn ended. Uh... Kren is going to use his other legendary action. His last I guess, one, I guess unless Rogar's got a bonus action he wants to use before he... Uh, just, just, I don't know if he does, but... I, I, I do have a bonus action. Alright, I'll let you use his bonus action. Go for it. Because I've cast a spell, can I use a bonus action spell or not? No. Yeah. No. Uh, okay, no, it's fine then. Okay, you're done. Um, okay. I might just move up my 30 feet. Sure, you can do. Yeah, you can get closer. That, that's what I'll do. I'll be able to sense. Cool. Um, so, do, Kren do, is... Do you, do you try and pick up your sword? Sorry, just for... Would, the, would, yo, would picking up the sword be a bonus action or not? Um, an action, will not? I believe... I always forget with the picking up items off the ground. I think it's an action. So, I'll, I'll actually... I'll just stay where I am then, because I need to pick it back up. Oh, no. Actually, it doesn't take an action. It is a free action. That's fine, I'll pick it up and move. I thought it was an action. But if you're picking it up, you're going to take uh, some more fire damage and take another constant constitution check to see if you have to drop it. Alright, oh, I thought it was just hot. like a, a one. No, he's concentrating on it and his clips are still glowing red at your feet. Does he not have to make a save because Tommy's he's just a bit... No, 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 no. I gave him permanent disadvantage. He's not getting his concentration broke from that as well. Right, fine. I'll stay stood next to it then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, so he has disadvantage on all attacks. Yes. He does, but he is also now going to cast a spell with his final legendary action. And he's final, cast thank it... you. <laughs> final. Yeah. And he's going to cast it on Sophia. Ooh. Oh, he's a cunt, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is going to cast. Why? What have I done? 
because he sees you drawing a weapon and you're up next. <laughs> We've all got fucking weapons. <laughs> He's going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on you. Oh. Fuck's sake, what does that fucking do? Do I want, should I just, I'll just sign out now. Actually, actually, no. actually, no, no, you're safe because you're actually too far away for that. Ah, fuck you, you different Tasha Hideous Laugh is a dick move. He's basically Cooks has made a guy with all the dick move spells. I just know it. <laughs> I told you okay. I didn't want to face Kurt, so he made a better Kurt. <laughs> Instead, uh, Sophia, he's going to cast Dissonant Whispers on you. So you need to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Don't have very good wisdom. 17. 17? That is actually good enough. Yes, thank fucking god. On a successful save, you're going to take half damage, but you don't need to move away. So, you are going to take... Well, it'd be 11 points of psychic damage halved to uh, 6. 6. Yay! 6 psychic damage. Yay, only 6. I'm happy with that. You watch as Kren kind of like points at you, even though he's trying to like hold his head at the same time. He's still trying to concentrate on everything. And he casts dissonant whispers. And you just hear this cacophony of noises all just trying to worm their way into your head. But you've kind of dealt with this a few times now in terms of like psychic assaults. And you just completely blank it out and like steady yourself. You take a little bit of damage, but you don't feel them overwhelm you. And it is now your turn. Um... I'm like, well, two can play that game. Um, and cast Guiding Bolt on him. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, so with a 12, you summon up this orb of uh, radiant energy and send it flying towards Krem, but he sort of ducks out of the way and it shatters part of the glass that was behind him. Damn Sadly, it. misses. That's fair enough. You know, he missed you, you missed him. So. Yeah. You guys are lobbing spells at each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a bit rusty. Well, I'm still new to this shit, so I'm like, oh. You you you, you drew up this 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 huge ball of like light, and you were like, oh shit, and like lobbed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, fuck it. Oh no. Oh no, rubbish. Um, um, that's it. I'm guessing. Bonus action. Such as. Uh, fuck knows. I just <laughs> <laughs> just reminding you. That's all. Yeah. We, yeah. Do, you not use, do not use an action surge to fire off some arrows at him. You can do if you want. Just thinking, just to try. Let, let's do some damage to this guy while you know, let's throw everything we've got in the suit. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Before he has another go. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Zan's resolve. Do not fail me. Sixteen and six. Uh, 16 misses. Oh, for fuck's sake. Another shot. 25 and 6. What the fuck is with my natural ones? Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the first uh, radiant bolt from Zan's Resolve just goes wide, but the second you kind of get your eye in a little bit better and just kind of cut him across the shoulder and it's like impacts onto his plate armor and gives us just a thuddering bit of shock through his whole body and yeah, a little bit of damage there. Yeah, and yeah. I say to him, you took six, I take six. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Okay, it is Samuel Crenn's turn. So all his legendary actions return to him. What's he going to do? 
Does he not have to make a concentration save because he got hit? Oh, that is very true. He does. Thank you for reminding me. Because I, <laughs> I, I am my honestly... sword back. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens uh, to me that often. I do that. I am so bad at remembering those. And with 14, he passes. Jesus, a 14 passes. Well, yeah, because it's half damage or 10. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And you did six damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's he going to do? He is going to wander up to Tommy as your closest and smack you in the face with his big old warhammer. Bring it, pretender. And with a 26... He does connect. Yeah. He lifts up this heavy maul. Uh, not maul. Lifts up this heavy warhammer and you see Kren is kind of moving slow and you don't know whether something's maybe not quite right physically with him but he seems to almost drag the warhammer behind him a little bit. Is that when he gets in range? Oh, actually, no. That's a good point. Does have disadvantage. 16. Yes. Ah. So, yeah, 16 misses. So he <laughs> drags this warhammer behind him, and as he gets into range, all of a sudden he is way quicker than you expect. You dodge back, and the warhammer cracks into the ground and actually shatters the tiles that you stood on. So, that's his turn. Guards! Kill this man! Solara is up next and kind of looks at you like, guards? We're not your fucking guards. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> I mean, I'll attack him, but that's only because, you know, that's why we're here. God, you're so rude. <laughs> Be quiet, minion. <laughs> uh, oh, what yeah, are you going to do? Just because we need to make Tommy more fucking pompous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I very much was not pompous before. <laughs> Anti-pomp. Anti-bump. Okay, Solara, who is in range to do this? So she's not going to go all out right away. She's going to go for a more of a mid-level spell. So she's going to slam her hands to the ground and cast Agonizar Scorcher. And you watch as, as usual, fire just starts erupting out of, of the throne room floor. And Kren needs to make me a save. I believe dexterity. So, come on, Kren, what you got? Ooh, that's a really bad roll. Yay. It's 11. Alright, he takes 9 points of fire damage. We're both rolling shit for damage. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Makes me so sad. You watch as Kren just fails to get out of the way of this. It's almost like he's moving slower than you'd expect. And Tommy, as you're up close with him, you notice as Kren kind of backs away and gets engulfed by the fire, you hear him kind of cough. Almost as if he's quite ill. But, uh... That is Solara's turn, and she'll use her 10 feet of free flight to shift a bit closer to Rogar, so you're all a bit more spread out. I do love her light. I've cast a spell, now I'm gonna fuck off. <laughs> I wish I had that. That's yeah. just. It's pretty handy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of Solara's turn, uh, Kren is going to cast a spell himself, and he is going to cast. He's going to cast Dissonant Whispers on Tommy. Does he get them? Can I just check? Because I've because we've not done much with legendary actions before. He, mm -hmm. he gets them he, they back at the start of his turn. On his turn, and he can use them straight after, even on the same turn. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Just checking. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, he's going to cast Dissonant Whispers on you, so make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. Something I'm not very good at. Um, five. Five. <laughs> 
So, Tommy, you take... Let's see how much damage. Okay, you take five points of psychic damage, halved, because of your mask. So, three. Yep. And you must move... Use your reaction to move as far away from him as you can, so your full standard movement. So, 30 feet for you. Is that... After, after, because I've already moved this turn, I still get still. Yeah, yeah. So this is the effect of his spell. He is forcing you to run away from him for thirty feet. Okay, cool. And from that, though, actually, sorry, I'm. Um, we have messed up slightly here because Tommy was paralyzed. Oh yeah. Which means Krem would have got advantage on his attack. So the are we saying disadvantage on his attack because yes, he has... but it, it would have balanced out, so he would have rolled yeah. straight and hit you the first time. Okay. And I also wouldn't have cast a Snow Whispers out from that. So we say, Rogar, you dropped Hold Person, because I assume once Tommy wasn't acting insane, you would have. Yeah, 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 I, I would have dropped the concentration. I'm happy to, yeah. yeah, I'm happy to rule it that way if you guys are all right. Yeah, that's fine. No, yeah. fuck and you. My, my other thought is there's a chance that I would have dropped it anyway when he decided to melt my sword. <laughs> um, as you run away, though, Tommy, Kren is going to use his reaction to take a swing at you. Okay. And it will be with disadvantage. Oh, <laughs> with a 27. So you take 12 points of regular damage and, well, with you, one point of psychic damage, but it's halved. Can I ask, does Kren have to make another save to keep his concentration, or has he lost it because he casts a spell? No, it's only if he casts another concentration spell. Yeah. Right, so he does, but he does have to make a save because Solara hit him. Oh, yeah. I need so... to keep remembering that. I'm so bad at remembering concentration. You, you can you can trust that Bunkle's going to remember that because yeah. it means he needs to pick up his sword. No, you can never pick it up. No, 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 no. Uh, with a seventeen, he passes his concentration check, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a go, Bunkle. You're doing you're doing well, dude. Yeah. Throw the back look at him. <laughs> uh, Tommy, your turn. I am up. So something's gnawing at the back of my mind even as I stand in my throne room. <laughs> of something that I recall faintly, almost as if it was a dream. And I kind of, I reach back and my hand just brushes the orb that I've been carrying. Okay. Does it does it make any suggestion that I should do anything with it? No, it doesn't seem to. Okay, cool. Right. Okay, so this... This upstart, this traitor, this scum, this filth that is desecrating my halls and cracking my tiles and assaulting my personage needs to be taught a fucking lesson. So Tommy, or Thomas, is going to charge directly forward and open up with a string of attacks. Go for it. So. Firstly, with the rapier, a 22. Ah, 22 hits. And 12 points of damage. Following up, second attack. The rapier, unfortunately, I'm guessing with a 14, isn't enough. Nah. Uh, with a 14, after the first one hits home, you manage to uh, give Kren a little bit of a cut just underneath one of his plates. He kind of twists his warhammer around and bats your rapier aside for the second one. Okay, so swinging up. With the bonus attack and Elements Wrath. Come on, on the backswing. Gotta love Elements Wrath. 21. Nice. And 10 lightning damage. Okay. You could change that one day, you know. I could do. 
<laughs> we just keep forgetting. Yeah. Well, I had its fire for such a long time, and then we ended up in the plane of fire, and I forgot to change it. <laughs> that is very true. Okay. So, Kren needs to make three constitution saves. Pass. 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 Okay. Right, screenshot that, motherfucker. <laughs> I believe him. It's fine. Yeah, he's going to pass when it's ten or above. <laughs> oh, is it only ten? Yeah. Unless Tommy oh, does 21 points of damage in a single attack, it's only going to be ten. So, um, I don't think I can do that, unfortunately. Ah, uh, with a crit. You never know. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you lay into Kren uh, with a flurry of blows and with that last attack from Elements Wrath you just leave his armor sort of sparking with all this little bit of electrical discharge and Karen is starting to look quite wounded and you notice Tommy up close and personal you see he, the eye that you can see so Karen is still wearing his three-quarter mask but you can see like black veins coming up to the single eye that's on display he doesn't look healthy die you cur um at the end of this turn, Kren is going to do something else. He is... How far away is he from? There you go. Um, he is going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on... Actually, yeah, he's going to try again, though. He's going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on Sophia. For fuck's sake! Is he still with his human in range now? Yeah, he moved up, so... Oh, uh, yeah, you will be now. He wasn't before, Actually, sorry, I'm... He has a concentration spell. He's not going to do that. Keeping Rogar out of the fight. He's going to cast Dissonant Whispers on uh, Sophia. With disadvantage. No, um, you just save Wisdom Saving Throw. Yeah, it's not a attack roll. Don't spell. give a shit with disadvantage. <laughs> okay, I mean, you can roll with Wisdom with disadvantage if you want. I, mean, I... I roll with advantage because he's a dickhead. I... I, w I wish the rules of D&D &D were written like that. <laughs> <laughs> you get advantage if the opposing character is a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> right, are you going to cast it or should I just do just Just, me? just roll. Okay. Come on, wisdom. Fifteen. Fifteen. You just succeed. Ooh. Oh, thank God so for that. You would have taken fourteen points of psychic, but again, you take half, so take seven. Yeah. Let's say, guys, if you're within 30 feet of me, don't forget to add one. Yep, that's true as well. No, oh, actually, I think it's, is it not 10 feet at your level? Oh, it might, it might be. Um, it might be thinking, so. You might be thinking of the better one. Yes, yeah, I might be thinking of the better one, that's what. You might be 10 I'm feet. I'm just going to huddle around you then. <laughs> Hug him up. Plus one. <laughs> hey, those ones make all the difference. True, true. So, uh, Sophia, again, these whispers just assail your mind, but you, you're getting good at blocking them out now, and uh, yeah, you don't feel the overwhelming urge to run away. And, uh, Roga, it's your turn. Okay. I'm wondering if you... I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to ask if you'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to cast a spell Command. Okay. But, because I can only use one word, I want to use the word Strip. <laughs> All right. So, as in, so it's it's whether this is how, because I want him basically to take off like either the plate of his armor or his armor. Da, 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 da. Yes. 
time Ukraine puts on like the full Monty routine. <laughs> Obviously, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I, I, I don't know if you'll allow that or not. Well, uh, just so you would know, it's it lasts for one round, and yeah. to take off plate armor, I think it takes over fifteen or thirty minutes. Okay. So you can command him; he might not get very far. You can leave your mask on. <laughs> uh, right. Or, In case that you... changes your plan. Well, if he's not, if he's not, if he's not going to lose any, the, my idea being that if, if he's, I don't know, if his breastplate was just tied together, he just, you know, undid a knot and it fell off. Uh, taking off plate armor is very difficult, which Rogar would know. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, I guess, disarming him might be the better option then. You know, he did, and, and also he did it to you, so it's like, fuck yeah, you. yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you can use drop. That would technically the thing he's holding is his warhammer. Could I use throw, and he throws it? Ooh. Or would it just be drop? Um, uh, it's one, it's one word. So I'll let him throw word. it if he fails. Yeah, yeah, obviously if he fails. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll allow that. You're still, okay. you're still only Come holding on. things, so. so command I'll one use word. Command and the word throw. Okay. Yeet. <laughs> As I point at him menacingly, like, you must so back, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So, oh. Oh. Can I, can I just say, I know, I know we're going to do this and we've already said it now, but fetch would have been really funny. You have to go, go and pick up your sword and <laughs> burn his hand. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, what, what's your spell, DC? Or you can cast the spell so I can see it out of the way. Uh, it's a 13, I think, isn't it? I think it's a 13, yeah. Oh, a 13. <laughs> uh, with a 14, he just passes. Oh, you bastard. Oh, motherfucker. He uh, hears your command and he just stares at you with this one hateful eye. He just goes, nobody commands me in my own throne room. I will kill you, dragon. That's like I killed all the rest. Your throne room? <laughs> you know, this is my throne room pretender. You will die for setting foot in here. Uh, is that your uh, that your turn, Rogar? Uh, yeah, it takes my action. Um, okay. Bonus. I still can't. I still can't pick my sword up. Uh, bonus action. The only thing. Well, hang on a minute. Um, don't take any potions or anything. Or I don't know. I'm looking at Solara. Like, what's wrong with Tommy? <laughs> No, no, I don't. I don't have any uh, bonus actions. Okay, I will say this: um, reading the spell heat metal, you could pick the weapon up, but he could force you to drop it again. So it would be on his turn. So you could pick it up, and he might hurt you again to make you drop it. But it's a free action to pick it up either way. So I don't know if it really matters to you. Well, I, su I suppose what it might mean is on my next turn, I pick it up, charge him, and attack. Yeah. Because he's within my, he's within my distance. So. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, and I guess we'll, we'll we'll just we'll gloss over the fact that you didn't do it before this point, as to say, well, not only did you want to try other things, but also you're you were there like, should I pick it up? Should I pick it up? Should I pick it up? Is it going to burn me again? Oh fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the end of your turn, then Rogar. So I'm going to say, yeah, oh, fuck it. He's going to cast Dissonant Whispers on you, Rogar. So Wisdom saving throw. I like this spell. It's fun. <laughs> I get a 17. Ah, yeah. Bastard. Right, oh. you pass. You take four points of psychic damage. That's the haft because of your uh, thing. Because of your book protection. 
<laughs> do, I, do I not take half the, because I passed as well? Well, so is that half half? Well, that's a very good point. It would be half half. Yay, two. So you take two, two points of psychic. Yay, yay for books. <laughs> <laughs> books are useful. Uh, okay, that's uh, his legendary action done. Sophia, you're up. Right. <laughs> Tommy, do you want to ask? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know what the fuck I'm asking. All right. Okay. So. <laughs> does. Does Kren have any orifices that we can see? A real, can we see his mouth, for example? No, because he's got a full face mask on. We can see the socket for his eye, though. Yeah, but there's an eye in it. It's not an orifice. Well, okay. That's annoying. <laughs> If you were Just thinking about it. the boat, <laughs> well, uh, it's, I'm going to point out for about the thousandth time, it requires a fucking massive body of water to work. Yes, and Sophia... Kren is not one. Sophia can conjure water. Yeah, nowhere near enough. Oh, I did say it needs a lake. I know, but it would have been epic. <laughs> I believe it needs at least 60 foot of water radius or something oh. like that. I so, really want to. I really want to explode the boss with a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like epic boss fight. Time to get serious. Now, fuck it, boat him. <laughs> oh. Okay, Tommy, are you done with the boat? Done with the fucking boat. <laughs> this time, just wait. We have to fight some kind of fucking sea monster, and that's when I'm putting a boat in its gob. <laughs> <laughs> but still, if it's, if it's got to be like seven teeth. If it's, if, yes, and if its mouth is underwater at any moment in the fight, <laughs> that's when the boat's going in it, because technically it's also in the water, but it's going to explode inside the fucker's throat and rip its face off. That's fine. When I, throw, when I throw a giant kraken at you. Yes, you we're going to kill the kraken with a boat. Fine. Okay. They might just chomp on the fucking boat. It, not, not as it expands within its head. It's not going to get a chance to jump okay, on it. Okay, okay. We'll see what the DM rules. Have this when it <laughs> happens theoretically. <laughs> right. Okay. In serious land, where we're all fucked. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna um, go with guiding bolt again because let's let's use all my spell slots. What Nine. the motherfucker? Oh, well. Wait a minute. No, wait. Wait. Uh, that's nine plus. What? What was his. How 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 low is his. Have we hit him so far for his AC? You could technically reroll that with luck. I know, but I was thinking of. Yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to use everything I've got. Yeah, so I'm going to use a luck. And reroll that motherfucker. Come on. 21! Yes! Uh, a 21 does hit for 14 points of damage. You so, did say he didn't look good. Yeah, so Sophia, as you conjure up this uh, guiding bolt and you watch as this radiant energy begins to coalesce between your hands, and just for a moment you're about to let it loose, and it's almost like you get a brief vision of it missing. 
And as your hand extends, you see yourself completely missing. And then you just feel the slightest touch on your wrist, and it pushes your hand about five inches to the left. And the bolt flies and hits Kren directly in the chest and explodes. And you watch as his armor cracks and he falls to the ground. Yay! Well, this just feels like Steve all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, the cur's down. Shut up, Tommy. What the fuck are you talking about? You, servant, wipe up this corpse and get it out of my throne room. Is he dead? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone. Is he genuinely dead? There's bodies on the floor. There's an X on him. I am. Well, okay then. Um, Um, I think someone should go and check him. I'm going to go and check him. I'm going to kick at his corpse. Oh, and Rogar, your sword is no longer glowing. Yeah, I'm going to pick up Eclipse. I'm going to walk over. I'm going to slice off his head just to be sure. All right, so... Rogar, as you pick up Eclipse and you walk over and you start bringing it down to cut off Kren's head, you do realize that shadowy dome is still there. Oh, what about the dome? I'm, I, I want this guy's head and... You cut it off. I'm going to cut off his head. I'm going to get a vial of his blood. All right, I'll let you get the vial of blood. And then I'm going to shout, Sophia, can we stick this in the bag of holding? Yeah, sure, sure. Do, do try not to make quite so much of a mess on my floor, servant, please. So, um, Rogar? Yeah. Well, in fact, Sophia, actually. As you oh. look at Rogar, and he's holding this head up, you notice something a little weird. Mm-hmm. The head's still connected to the body by blood that seems to be coalescing. Drop it! Yeah, go on, I'll drop his head. You drop his head? Do you do anything else? Are you... Stand back. Um... Uh-uh. Tommy, as you're looking down, you see Samuel Kren's body begins to just writhe violently on the floor. Um, I'm just question. trying to think if there's anything just, just, I can... Just, just, just a, I was just thinking, just a question, since I've kind of just dropped his head and like, I can kind of see this going on. Mm-hmm. Can I cast whole person on the body or not? You can try. It's what do we think, guys? Uh, how many spell slots do you have? and is it? That will be my last second level spell. But, but just mean, to be well, sure, I've got I, I've got a vial of his blood. Yeah, you do. You managed to get that out. Is, and that, that, that that's not coming back to the body. That's staying in the vial. Uh, as you look at the vial, it is almost still moving, as if there's still some sentience connecting it to the body, but it hasn't like broken the vial and escaped. I mean, as as Rogar, I think that's probably that would make sense as something you would do. What taking the vial of blood? No, no, the casting hold person. I, I, yeah, it's either that or I ready in action to kill it. I mean, I'll say this. Or try eat part of it. You can ready in action to cast hold person if you want to wait instead. Hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, The only problem with 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 readying the action is that you might lose your chance to cast it. Yeah, I know. Um, Right? Or you just wait and see what happens. Um... We've established I've dropped the head. Um, so I'm going to say I'm ready in action to like take a swipe at it with Eclipse. Okay, so you're holding your attack action. Yes. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you do uh, that. I'm just going to see if there's anything, is there anything I should... Because I'm, I'm watching it as well. Um, 
it's whether, well, uh, I think even if we took a perception, we wouldn't know what was going on. So I'm, I'm wondering. Hmm. It's not something we've seen happen before. No. Um, I'm just wondering if there's anything else I can do, really, apart from just just either ready in action or step away. Um, yeah, you can step away if you want. Step away and take your red fay. Yeah, actually, I'll do that. You take the red fay? Okay. Yeah. You uh, very quickly jam the syringe into your neck, but it will take a little while for, before it does anything. Yeah, that's fine. But still... Yes, yeah, it's in, in process. Me now, it's so. in motion, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, as you're doing that, Tommy, the body continues to writhe, and Roga, you kind of watch in horror as the upper torso begins to bloat and expand, so much so that it actually starts to tear through the armor and send bits and pieces of it flying across the room, literally breaking it as its flesh expands outwards to the point that the skin actually begins to rip and tear and something else is coming out of these limbs. You watch as his legs explode, literally explode, sending blood and gore and bone all over you and everything in the area. And four massive tendrils begin to grow from the waist. And you watch as Samuel Kren's body completely mutates and gets larger and larger. And it's a still ready in action. I assume you'd probably start stepping back, Rogar? Yeah, yeah. If it's going too big for the space that we're in, yeah, I'd take a... Even, you know, still holding the action, but, you know, you would take a couple of steps back, wouldn't you? Okay. Tommy, are you stepping back any further, or are you just gonna... Are you happy where you are? Okay. So you two start stepping backwards as the body gets even bigger, and you watch as the shadowy dome begins to rise, or at least that's what you first think, but actually it's just changing from a dome up into a circle, covering the top of the throne room. And Tommy, you begin to hear music as the shadowy dome is no longer just opaque blackness fades to yellow and for a moment that in a strange way right now Tommy you find quite beautiful you see three black stars appear within this circle almost as if it's a a view to somewhere else and with the music and the sights you think to yourself of Carcosa the place that you visited so often in your dreams and you almost miss the moment where Kren's new form takes final shape. That's big and ugly. Holy fuck. Well, right, so so for, our, for our listeners who can't see the battle map we have here, it roughly takes up about a quarter of our screen. Yes, yeah, so this form of Kren, especially when it starts to raise itself up upon those tendrils that it now has for legs, is bigger than the giants you fought in the arena. You watch as his face is no longer a mask. In fact, it is just a completely featureless face. And it is covered with tendrils, long and thin, coming out of its back. And one of its arms actually just ends in a tentacle instead of a hand. Whereas the other becomes almost like a massive claw. And it just screams from no mouth in a voice that just echoes through you all and scares you to your core. Except Tommy. I mean, even Tommy and Rogue are in this moment. There is just something otherworldly about this. And we're all going to roll initiative. 
Okay. <laughs> Again. Yeah. We don't, we don't I always use ma everything maintain I... our initiatives. Then. Oh, man. Yeah. That gives me a seven this time. It gives me a nine. Well. Well. Nice knowing you guys. Oh, it oh, rolled an eight. It rolled an eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's still going before me, but. Solara. It goes before. So it's in the middle. So it's not too bad. Me, Rogar, it, Tommy, Solara. Yep. It, it very much isn't it. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've got initiative sorted, I will say this. Uh, Tommy, as you took the Red Fae while this transformation was happening, I'll say, make a note of this, it'll take three rounds for the Red Fae to kick in. Okay, cool. That's how much time's left on it. Okay, so on initiative count 20, um, Monstrous Kren, or the Reborn, as I called him, is going to use his lair action. And uh, as he rises up and you see the portal swirling above you, he raises his hand and that tentacle arm he's got, and you watch as the black stars pulse in the sky, and I want all of you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Is that before my attack? Uh, you can take your attack simultaneously, actually. So take your attack as well. So roll that now. So you can roll that and we'll see what you get. Okay. A 27 with 19. Okay. Ooh, nice. Good hit. Uh, a 27 does hit. You slash into one of these <laughs> massive tentacles that are raising up in front of you as Kren is distracting himself with his lair action. Um, I'm going to use... I'm going to get advantage on this. On the wisdom saving throw? Sure. Three, yep. For my mark. So. When I roll a 20. Okay. I critted. And nice. I also got a 22. So. Nice. Jesus. Okay, so just <laughs> Solara. Oh, come on, come on Solara. Solara. Don't let us down. Fucking hell. Eight. Uh, okay, so. The three of you. Uh, you feel the black light of these stars wash over you, but you avert your eyes and uh, just kind of hunker down for a moment. But Solara, unfortunately, is just enraptured by them, and she's going to take 2d6 uh, psychic damage, and she is frightened. So she takes 10 points of psychic damage and is frightened. Oh. Just for this round, so there you go. One of us had to fail. Fear. And yeah, it's most likely to be her. To be fair, yeah, and it, and in fairness, it, it, if I failed, it's not that big a deal. I was gonna roll luck. Nah, uh, yeah, yeah, you might want to. But I didn't. Okay, Sophia, you're up first. What are you doing, witnessing this monstrous creature before you? So I'm guess I'm wondering, is it big? <laughs> is it big enough to burn? <laughs> <laughs> No. Does it have a large orifice? Fair enough. We can't boat it. Moving oh. on. <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> I'm going to kill you first. <laughs> oh. It was inevitable, to be fair. Yeah, I am inevitable. Fuck yeah, what the fuck do I do? I'm just going to have to... It, this thing is massive. Yep. I can't, even if I tried to go around it, the amount that I'd like to get some kind of advantage. I'll circle around a little bit, I guess. Okay. Um, how much can I move? 30, 30 feet. 
do those um, things represent like pillars? You know, on the map. What things? The little circle things. They were the uh, obelisks that were uh, pacifying you. All. Oh right. Okay. So they are still there at the moment. Oh, well, I didn't know if you fancy taking partial cover. Yeah, you can go try to take cover behind them. Yeah, I'm thinking of that because. I'm just thinking Cookson for the archer. Just, no, Cookson tried to measure towards me, so I'm going to hide behind this. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. As I'm running away. <laughs> Tactically <laughs> withdrawing. Yeah, behind the broken obelisk. Um, I'm going to take two shots with my longbow. Okay. I will give you, because of the size of the obelisk, I'll give you three quarters cover for that, so that's plus five to your AC while you're in that position. Um, Alright, so you're taking shots? Yeah, I'm just thinking it doesn't have advantage or disadvantage or anything. Do you have advantage to hit it because of its size? Nope. Nope. But it's huge! Size is represented by AC. Okay, 23 and 13. Mm, 23 hits. Lovely. And then second hit, 15 and 9. Uh, 15 goes wide. Mm. Or in fact, actually in this case, 15 hits, but the arrow just seems to do nothing as it kind of breaks on this creature's thick hide. Oh, it hits because it's large enough, but its AC is so... Right? Yeah, I'm just flourishing yeah. your attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> and I was trying to make sense of it in my own head. Okay. okay, so that's uh, that's me hidden. <laughs> okay, so that was your turn? Yeah, because I ain't got fuck all left, mate. Right, well, on the end of your turn, he's going to use his legendary action, and he's going to try grab Rogar, because you're up close and personal with him, and he doesn't like you. Yeah. No one likes him. Uh, so that's a 24. To do what? So I believe that... Uh, grabs you. It's a, it's a melee attack, technically. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not an opposed strength or anything? No. Ah. So, with a 24, he hits, and his large tentacle arm kind of reaches down and picks you up into the air, Rogar. Okay. And that's his legendary action. So he just has hold of me? Yep, you are now considered grappled. It is your turn, so if you wish to use your action to escape, that's fine, or you can just attack from grappled. Okay. Can I still cast spells while I'm grappled? Yep. You just can't move. Okay. I, as a bonus action, will cast uh, Shield of Faith for myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because that's what Rogar does. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well roll that. Roll that with initiative, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you see as the, uh, the usual greenish tentacles kind of appear around you, and you feel a little bit safer. You're still kind of like... 15 feet in the air, but, you know, a bit safer. Well, you know, 15 foot dropping, that's really too bad. Nah, it's just yeah. nothing. It's fine. Just while you're being grasped by a gigantic monstrosity. True. I mean, to be fair, Sophia, you should be right at home here, because, you know, monster hunter. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah I'm going to I'm gonna try and attack it with a clip. Go for it. Uh, a 17 and 13. Okay, a 17 just hits. You swing down with Eclipse and see part of its skin actually splits as the sword hits home. Dealing 13 points of damage. You know, doesn't seem to care that much though. I'll go for it again. Uh, with a nice. 28 and 15. 
and mm. 28. You just swing home with this uh, grey greatsword just tearing into this thing's horrifying body and deal another 15 points of damage. Okay. Yay. That's your turn. Yep. Okay, at the end of your turn, he's going to use another legendary action. Throw me into the void. No, 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 no. <laughs> he lifts you up towards his main body, the still partially humanoid thing, and you get a good look at this thing's like featureless face, and it's almost studying you for a moment. You wonder what it's going to do. And then as you look down, you see its chest begins to get a cut as if the skin is tearing. And you watch as the ribcage pushes out almost as if they're giant fangs as the entire middle section of his body opens up and he's going to swallow you. Does that count? Could that be an orifice? <laughs> it is. It's not 60 foot of water, though. <laughs> so, Rogar, you are completely consumed and you're going to take a bunch of damage. You take 27 points of bludgeoning damage. Like, no, there's no, like, amount of AC nope. that can... Nope. How much Because you let yourself that? stay grappled. And an additional four points of acid damage. So, 27 plus four? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. And you are considered blinded and restrained. But you're no longer grappled, so that helps. Nope. So, yeah, you just feel these shards of bone and acid begin to just burn away at your flesh and start trying to chew and dissolve you. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, and it is now Samuel Cren's turn. What's he going to do? The creature formerly known as Samuel Cren. Indeed. He is going to, I think, smash Tommy in the face. So he's going to move to here. So he is in range of Tommy and Solara. And he is going to swing out at you, Tommy, with one of his big old tentacles. Oh joy. Why does everything um, of yours have tentacles, honestly? Fail. Cooks <laughs> uh, and lights tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> First one swing and a miss. Second attack. Ooh, is actual that? 20. Oh dear god. Oh boy. See how this is gonna go. Oh, okay. I, load, I uh, rolled low for his critical damage. You are very lucky. You take 13 points regularly and then an additional 4. Okay. Could have been worse. It wasn't great, <laughs> but it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Tommy, you're up. Yeah. So I just put my new hit points in. Significantly lower, but thank God I took that um, potion when I did. Right. Um, so I'm going to stare at this abomination. Although even cutting through my madness, I feel some some semblance of what I guess people would call fear um, but also some resolve as well and I stare up at him with indignation uh oh and uh, sorry to cut you off for a moment there um, I missed one thing uh, Rogar at the start of Samuel Kren's turn you took one point of acid damage alright okay because I rolled very low okay sorry continue Tom sorry um, so staring up with sort of haughty indignation I say, you will not eat my subjects in my own damn throne room. And I'm going to indignantly t 
take a large swig of my potion of speed, my bonus action, mm-hmm. and I'm going to open up with a flurry of attacks followed by another flurry of attacks. Go for it. So you uh, take down the potion of speed and you feel the effects of the haste spell take shape on your body and it's just like ultra adrenaline. Like everything in this room is now moving slow to you. So standard rapier attack with 13 and 8. 13 misses. Yeah. Uh, 21 and 11. 21 hits. Cool. And then my second round of attacks. A 19 and 10. 19 hits. And a 28 and 14 to finish up. So a total of 35 points of damage. And yeah, Tommy, you lay into this creature just cutting bits bits of its flesh away as quickly as you can. Your hand's moving almost at a blur as you kind of poke again and again with this rapier. And yeah, you do a you do a decent chunk of damage. It uh, kind of reels back a little bit away from you as it just attacked you. It's, it's uh, angry and up in your face. Is that your turn done? That's two actions and a bonus act. So yes, unfortunately. It was... Okay. Uh, do remember your? I think your AC goes up as well. From uh... it does by two, I think. For... Okay. Um... Uh, the end of your turn, he is going to use another bonus action, uh, not bonus action, legendary action. And he is going to slam you in the face, Tommy, with a tentacle. I'm going to go basic. And uh, with a 24. Uh, yeah, that's a hit, unfortunately. That's 17 points of uh, bludgeoning damage there. Ouch. Okay. I never wrote the legendary action bullshit. <laughs> I honestly want to go find them and just hit them really hard in the shin. And then when they try and move, hit them again and go, ah, no, legendary action. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone on Twitter, just let me know who that motherfucker is and I will go and slap them. <laughs> okay, Solara's turn. What is she going to do? She, I think, she's going to use her fourth level spell slot, but I don't know if she's going to use her fourth level spell. Ooh. Okay. Um, have me intrigued. Yeah, I don't think this is the perfect opportunity for her fourth level spell. So she is going to cast Lightning Bolt at fourth level, so she gets an extra D6 of damage. So she's going to cast a spell. And an additional oh, D6 on. on top of that. Wow, and she rolled a 6 on that as well, so. Um, a lot of pain. Yeah. Pain. Potentially. It's potentially. 43 points of damage if Kren uh, fails this deck save. God. He's not the most dexterous. With a 15. Yeah! Fails. <laughs> so he's going to take the full whack of damage. And Rogar, because she dealt over 40 points of damage in one attack, you feel Kren's chest kind of struggle to keep you in there and you just kind of fall out of the body and land <laughs> in a horrible, acidy pile on the floor. Kind of like when, um, is it Tommy Lee Jones falls out of the cockroachy thing? Yes, in Men in Black. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, should, I think it gave birth. <laughs> Some kind of disgusting <laughs> offspring. <laughs> Tommy, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it can speak. <laughs> I mean, Kalembo Pasta, it can speak. 
I don't know. Name a deity. <laughs> um, right then. So, well, given that you've now been spat up, at the end of its turn, it is going to try to grab, let's say, Tommy. So he's going to roll and attack on you. Seems fair. And with a natural 20, you are now grappled. Uh, I have an AC of 20. Natural 20. Uh, yeah. Plus uh, his thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Natural 20, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I had 20 and I was like, I have that! Um. <laughs> <laughs> so he reaches down for you with his tentacle arm and lifts you up into the air, Tommy. And that's his legendary action. Don't just, say just, that, just, Tommy. Just a, as a quick one, so is this until the spell ends this is the haste spell, so the haste spell can last concentration up to a minute, so I'm yep. assuming that the potion is the same. It will last up to Yes, it lasts last 10 rounds. Cool, that's fine. Just checking. Mm-hmm. So that's one round of that. Yep. Okay, and at the top of the order, so initiative count 20, he's going to use another legendary action. And he's going to use the waters of Lake Calais. And oh, is he getting water out? Yep. Not enough, though. <laughs> and... So close! You know what? Underneath Sophia, watch <laughs> as... This black water begins to form out of the throne room floor and soaks you up to your knees. Okay. Is, is, does that mean the whole floor is covered in water just where Sophia is? Just, just where Sophia is. Just where that 10 foot cube is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, what does that do to me? You don't okay. know, does it? You just get wet, love. <laughs> <laughs> At least someone is. It's like, it's like, well, <laughs> you're like, well, well, this is a minor inconvenience. <laughs> you're about to find out, because Sophia, it's your turn, and you take seven points of acid damage. I'd step out of it. Yeah, if you'll let me. Try and move if you want. Um, you can give up your cover and get out of there, or you can stay in the water. If I go there, so I've moved five foot just around the obelisk. Is that still half cover? Uh, I'd say that's um, one quarter cover from where he can see you at the moment. I'd say it's about half. Well, you'd be wrong. <laughs> Wait a minute, so I was there. I start just. Uh... There's, there's. Well, if you want to stay in cover, that, that that's that's as much as you're gonna get. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah. Tommy. Jesus. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I. I I don't think you can run away. No, unless you want to try and, <laughs> try and get behind the like rearward one. No, it's too far. Plus, I'd have to go through more acid. Yeah. Well, you could you could do a diagonal step to here, and then run, and then diagonal step down again. But you still okay. won't get into cover again before no. you. No, wait. Right. So, um, and then I'm so I've moved five foot out of the water. Acid. Mm-hmm got a quarter cover so that's going to give me what kind of protection plus two ac i believe okay yeah, i'll take that and um uh shoot more bows at it yeah half cover is plus two ac so that's what you got okay 20 and 8 nice 20 hits 27 and 7 
Nice. Seven hits. So you let loose two more of these radiant arrows right onto this creature's chest and just kind of snarls at you and you see the impact start to take a bit of hold as it just blows massive chunks of flesh out of its body. Motherfucker's blowing chunks now. We've got it on the ropes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've got anything else, so that's me done. Wait a minute. Cookson, if I mm -hmm. just move diagonally, does that still give me cover? No. I just went down a bit. Still get half cover. No matter what. Yeah, that's fine. No, I'm just, I'm just a little bit further away from the. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, wow. how far can I bring this? Do this shit. Uh, yeah. If I go towards the other obelisk. Okay. How's that? For what? For cover. It's for cover. You wouldn't get any cover at that point. You're too far away from it. Would I not? No. Not from the obelisk? Okay. No, because he's massive. He can look around it and the further oh, away okay. from it you are, you can see past it. Okay, so I'll just stay there then. Think of it like a line of sight like that. He can see past yeah. that, but if you stay close to it, you get the cover bonus. Okay, fair enough. If you want it, you should really be there. Right, okay. Okay? Yeah. Cool. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, he's going to eat Tommy. At the Because it will use a legendary action to eat. Yep. Okay, fair enough. You take a fuck ton of damage. Oh, wow, I rolled super low. You take 17 points of bludgeoning damage as the chest opens up again and these massive fan-like ribs just kind of crunch down on you. And then you take a further... Okay, so I've got five points of damage right now. Five hit points. Okay, so you take a further 13 points of acid damage, so you are unconscious. Sweet. Inside the creature, so you are unconscious, blind, and restrained. Cool, 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 cool. Um, fucking fantastic. Yeah. So, on initiative count nine, Rogar, it is your turn. And at that same time, you see the members of the Strike Force finally make it up to the throne room. Finally, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? They were fighting hordes of enemies. Yeah, hordes, hordes. So on initiative count nine, they're going to act at the same time as you, Rogar. So if you want to do your stuff first, it's up to you. Okay, um, question. Mm-hmm. Would Rogar know any way of getting Tommy? Any way of what? Like, getting Tommy out. Like, making this thing, like, puke up. Well, you... S I was inside you it. You were inside it, and you s you felt from the inside that it seemed to take a massive amount of damage and then spat you up. Right. So the only thing is massive amounts of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to take the Flask of Renewal. Okay. Uh, to restore myself entirely okay so that's like spell slots yeah yeah it cancels a long rest jesus no you had that and that's the last use of it i think that is the last use of it but i'm not chucking the bottle away i'm keeping all of it that's fine she's got an empty bottle yeah i'm gonna take a big swing at it with and uh, if i hit i'm gonna add a divine smite on well you don't need to tell me that you can hit and then decide Oh, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a 20 and 17? 20 hits. Uh, and then I'll add my Divine Smite at a second level to that. Each spell slot higher. So that's 3d8s. Add to it. That seems like a reasonable amount of damage, hopefully. Uh, so that's a... It would be 28 in total. Nice. 
28 in total on your first attack. On my first attack. Okay. Come on. And a miss. 12 misses. 28 isn't enough, mate. Well, I gave it a shot. No, you, you did really it. did. Really did. Done more than I can fucking do. Yeah. Okay. So you do a, a nasty chunk of damage with Eclipse, and you watch as you almost sever one of this thing's tentacles entirely, but it is still standing enraged, and it's going to take its last legendary action. Actually, not yet, because the strike team are going to the same initiative as you, so I'm going to do this all together as one. Yeah, I, I, as I do it, I'm, like, I'm just going to shout out, it's about time you guys showed up. <laughs> Koreth is going to go running up first, and he is going to take two big old swings with his great sword. Nice. <laughs> Natural 20 on his first attack. Nice. <laughs> Go on, Chorus. He does a shitload of damage on a crit. Alright. Um, so Chorus just comes barreling in, leaps into the air, and just jams his greatsword into one of this thing's other tentacles, and leaves a massive cut down the side, dealing 26 points of damage on his first attack. Nice. Nice. Do some more. <laughs> yes, yes, please. And he's going to take his second attack. <laughs> oh! Jesus Christ. I mean, faster. I mean, whatever. Kill him more. Kill him more. With a 23 hitting his second attack and dealing almost, in fact, dealing his max damage with two natural 12s. 28 points of damage from Mr. Gladiator. And. Tommy, as you fade into unconsciousness, you suddenly feel that crushing presence that just engulfed you, let loose, and you all watch as Tommy's body just slumps to the ground on the floor. Yeah, it's a body. He's not conscious. Nope. Uh, if, if, if Tommy could, could say anything right now, it would be a little help. <laughs> wow, that was a hell of a lot of damage from him. He nice. might actually have to be nice to Megas Dorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen, guys. He can even heal if, you, dude. Even if he heals me, Delato. <laughs> uh, well, Megas Doran has any healing spells, so. Does he not? It's not it's, no, he's not his area, is it? Oh, shit. There, there is one of us who has. Well, two of you who have healings, please. I don't. Not, not me anymore. And you used your spells last, didn't you? Yeah. Ah, fuck's sake. Fuck you. And I am miles away from you. Yeah. Miles and miles. <laughs> Thanks, uh, potions, guys. Potions. Solara. I, ha I, have, I have one on me. Oh, do you? Yes, I have a, po a greater potion of healing on me, but I can't do anything with it. So as I fall to the ground, you notice that my coat opens slightly, and there's a potion that says heals <laughs> in big letters on it. But I also know that I can loot your body if you die. You, you do. Um, you can't dual wield rapiers and pretty much everything else. I guess Elements Wrath is kind of useful, but it's not quite. Doesn't do quite as much damage as your rapier. So I, I mean, was gonna say, Sophia, as, as you as you realise that heal is spelled incorrectly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So <laughs> Megastoran used some of his spells in the fight downstairs, but he's going to open here with a fireball straight in this thing's face, as it is big enough to avoid him and you guys, and he's currently not grappling any of you, so lucky for you lot. So Megastoran's spell save DC. 
It is 14. Okay, deck saving throw. 22. Okay, so as he launches this fireball high up to avoid damaging any of you, this monstrous form of crane kind of ducks down a little bit and it just kind of scuffs the top of his head as it blows and it singes him a bit, but not for as much damage as you'd have hoped. It's a 33 haft. Hmm. So. 33 would have been amazing. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you, we, you've been doing quite a lot of damage this turn. So. We haven't. They have. Uh, you guys do a lot of damage. Very guarded. Yeah, Rogard is Alright. You're the one who's just been hiding and doing fuck all. <laughs> yeah, well, you I got welcome. nothing. <laughs> and a watcher is going to... You know, she can't do a great deal, so she's going to come up and just shoot it with his crossbow. Uh, with a 14 she misses. See? We Set do times. shit all. Uh, okay, at the end of their collective initiative turn, he is going to use his final legendary action. And for this round, yep, for this round, he's going to. Well, Korath really fucking hurt, so he's gonna pick Korath up. So let's see if he can uh, get him. Stop eating people. Yep, with a. Uh... Does he have to grapple first, though? Yes, that's why he's doing his legendary and to grapple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he definitely hits with that with a twenty-two. Korath is now grappled. That's its last legendary action for that round. But it is now its turn. So, Legend Reactions reset. And on its turn, what's it going to do? He is going to reach down and try to bite Rogar with those massive uh, jaws from its chest. And with a 21, does that hit you, Rogar? You're going to cast Shield? Uh, actually, it's not that much damage, is it? Well, that's up to you. Cast the Shield or not? Yeah, go on. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah, it lasts for the whole round anyway, so yeah. Yep, it does. Okay, so he leans forward and just slams his entire upper body on you, and as these ribs start to just come towards you, you quickly and almost instinctively cast shield and this shimmering blue aura surrounds you for a moment and holds off the attack. It's time for its second attack. It's going to go with a tentacle slam. 17. This is sad times. Whoop. That's the end of its turn. Uh, Tommy, your turn. Make a death saving throw. Hooray! I do like the... A 19. 19. Right. One save. One success. <laughs> and unfortunately, that is all I can do. Okay. It is Solara's turn, but he's, Kren is going to use his legendary action. And as he's got Koreth grappled... Hmm. He's not going to eat Koreth, because... Fuck Koreth. He's going to throw him. And he's going to throw him out the uh, throne room window. Oh, shit. And let's see how much distance he gets. <laughs> Is there any way he can, like, make a save or anything to... Nope. Uh, okay, so he's going to throw Koreth 50 feet. Shit. Straight out the window. Koreth goes flying, and you just hear him go, Aah! as he smashes through the glass and... Gone. Hey guys, it's okay. We're on the ground floor. <laughs> you're, you're not on the ground floor. <laughs> we never went up any stairs. Except those big long stairs. No. I didn't think it were that high. <laughs> no stairs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Karov took a lot of damage from that. You don't know if he's dead or alive. 
That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's Solara's turn. What is Solara gonna do? I think. I said she had a greater healing potion. I actually should check her inventory. She does. She has a potion of healing, in fact. So it's not great. She's gonna run over to Tommy and slam the potion of healing in his mouth. Thank you. So um, you can roll that, but it's 2d4 plus 2. Okay. So she's going to use her action to do that to keep your ass alive. Seven. Seven. Seven hit points as uh, Solara shoves this potion of healing into your mouth. And yeah, Tommy, your eyes open and you're sad to see that this huge monster is still all up in your face. But as it's thrashing around in rage, it does look quite damaged. Oh, good. Well, that is. Yeah. However, he is going to use this legendary action and he's going to pick Solara. Oh. For fuck's sake. And his attack with an 18 plus 11. <laughs> she is now grappled. Plus 11? Yeah. Fucking hell. He's the boss. <laughs> so Solara is now grappled. And Sophia, we are coming round to the top of the round. So, what lair action is he going to use? He is going to... Well, he used Lake of Halley last time, so you can't use it again. That's a pain. Could have killed at least one of you. Possibly. Okay. He is going to use Black Star's Radiance again, so as he raises his hand to the sky, the Black Star's pulse, and all of you need to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay... So, Solara. 14 from me. 21. Thank God, Tommy. Jesus. Luck. Because <laughs> I rolled a 10. Okay. Roll that again. For a 15. Make a storm. And my last luck. Your last luck, wow. So, who passed, who saved? Uh, Solara failed. Sophia's reroll passed. Mega Storm failed. The Watcher passed. And Rogar failed. So, some of you are going to take a little bit of damage. Or those of you who I said failed. So, let's do some rolls. Okay. Oh, shit. Double sixes. Right. So, uh, Solara, Rogar, Doran all take 12 points of psychic damage. Rogar, because of your resistance, it is half to six. Uh, Doran's looking a bit hurt. Set times for him. And Solara is looking quite hurt. And Sophia, it is now your turn. Right, so I'm going to move up, kind of um, dropping my bow and arrow. Move up to near Tommy and across from Rogar to get advantage. Right? Uh, yep, yeah, I'll give you advantage. Yep, and attack twice with my rapier. Come on, rapier. 17 and 9. 17 hits, 9 points of damage. And... 25 and 10. 25. 10 points of damage. So, Sophia, tell me, how do you kill Samuel Crane? Oh, you lucky sod! <laughs> God um, damn it! I see the. Yeah, I don't know. Let, let, Rog let Rogar have it. Uh, no, I'll, t I'll tell you how to do it. Okay, um, tell me how to do it then. It. Well, I'll set the scene for you here. You see Samuel Crane's like tentacles are just writhing everywhere. He's got Solara grappled in one hand, raised up to the air, and you see his rib cage is starting to open. He is going to swallow and kill her immediately if you do not save her and kill this monster. So how do I do it, Rogar? Well, I 
step on one of the tentacles, leap mm -hmm. up into the air, and it's straight through where I think its brain is. And shout, hi, Dawkins! Yeah, or whatever you want to shout. Just driving <laughs> it through its... Uh, yeah, that's how I do. You're going to okay. shout Hadouken when you do it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Sophia, as one of his tentacles gets close to the ground, you leap up onto it and start running up it, like full-on kind of ninja style here. You jump up to his ribcage and use it to propel yourself up a bit like a ladder and just full-on uppercut him through the, what is effectively his head with the rapier. It, you just see the point come out the other end of his skull and he shudders and his body starts to tear apart and you watch as this monstrous entity, this eldritch-powered abomination slumps down to the ground. I try and, like, get purchase of Solara, so to cushion her fall a bit. Okay. So as it's starting to collapse down, you watch as its skin is kind of falling away and almost dissolving into just this greenish icor on the ground and you watch as its arm starts to dissolve and Solara is about to fall and take quite a nasty bump and you kind of leap and grab her in the air and you help her down safely. I got you, babe! Yay! <laughs> Go for the kiss! <laughs> <sighs> not, not in public! Shame. Is <laughs> <laughs> it? It's, it's, what what other time are you going to do this other than when you've just slain the big bad evil guy? Fine, what, I give her a kiss. What I really want is that moment as you just jumped up and springboarded off the ribcage. You say, I believe I can fly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I give her a peck just because there's peer pressure. <laughs> you, you give her a peck and she kind of smiles and goes, Thanks. I, I think I was about to die. And and and, and t Tommy just turns and even even in his haughty one, he just goes, "Nice." <laughs> meanwhile, yeah, Tommy. Rogar... <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say. Meanwhile, Rogar has ignored all of this and is literally just still hacking into it <laughs> as as it melts away. <laughs> Don't melt before I can kill you. <laughs> Pretty much. He's just stabbing into a block of ice cream. It's just oh. like, I can do it! Yeah, I mean, you, you, in fairness, that was epic of you, Sophia, but you have kind of blue balls, Mr. Blue Balls over there. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, for sake of narrative, this is very much a team effort, because that all yeah, happens yeah. within six seconds. So Rogar was slicing at him, Tommy was getting his guns ready, or his rapiers ready himself, while Sophia was climbing up on him and all that. So it is very much a team kill. No, fuck it. <laughs> Selfish Sophia. Yeah, there's no, there's no I in team, but there is a me. If you look carefully. Yeah, and a middle finger. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Rogar's now thinking. So I have to kill Sophia now. <laughs> <laughs> I will have my vengeance. <laughs> in this life or the next. Kill, kill my killer's killer to avenge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Damn it. But then, I'm guessing, then, I, then I'm guessing you have to kill yourself because you'll have killed your killer's killer's killer. Killer. That's yeah. <laughs> where the cycle of vengeance ends up. Um, so as his body begins to dissolve, Tommy, you're looking up to the heavens and you see that portal that was there with the black stars. 
casting their light down upon you, and the portal seems to just shatter and dissipate. And the music you heard initially so strongly as this creature transformed fades, but doesn't disappear. Hmm. And Tommy, you can hear this music almost calling to you desperately. And if you focus on it, you can tell where it's coming from. Okay. I'm, I, I, kind of, I kind of look around as if to say, can, can any of you servants hear that? And Solara shakes her head. I'm looking around for servants. I'm assuming I can't hear it, but I also would not respond to, can, your, can you servants hear that? Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can we hear it? No, no, you can't hear anything. You have no idea what he's on about. I think he banged his head. Megastoran kind of shrugs, and uh, the Watcher comes up to you and goes, I will, I will go find Koreth, see if he's survived that drop. And she kind of runs off back down the stairs, unless any of you want to stop her for any particular reason. Uh, yes, yes, I ordered her to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming she has some kind of healing potion with her. Ah, she doesn't say, but she's heading off quickly. You, you, okay, you, you can't hear that, and I'm going to kind of hum it as I can hear it. It is a... When you guys hear the humming, it sounds horrible, actually. It sounds really out of tune and just bad, but Tommy, to you, you are humming this lovely song. I'm going to slap him in the back of the head and tell him to knock it off. Really? Like, not, not like forcefully like trying to take your head off, but you know, just a clip like, come on, man. Still playing games. Yeah, exactly. Tommy, the more you're listening to it, and now that you're humming it, it's almost like it harmonizes and the pull just gets stronger. And you can... It's almost like you can see a trail to where this music is leading you. There's a door off at the back of the throne room that leads out of here. You would guess... Probably leads up to Kren's own quarters, and it is desperately calling you. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. Uh, like, if Tommy's trying, I'm guessing Tommy's trying to walk, trying to walk over there. Uh, I mean, I've I've got a very strong urge to, so I think it's calling me this way. And do not strike me again. Well, you don't go over to something that's just randomly calling you, dude. You've just had a really bad knock to the head. Could could you is, just is it, is lie he down? Still, is, is he still humming? He's humming and he's actually walking towards where you can all now see this door that just leads at the back of the throne room. I cast whole person on Tommy. You need to make a save then, Tommy, if uh, Rogar is casting a spell on you. I can't automatically ignore, just accept it. I Now, nah, you really want to follow this music. Okay. So it's, um... Plus, this haughty little servant is getting uppity at you and is trying to stop you. Uh, so do I need to say wisdom saving throw, is it? I or believe it? so, yes, for whole person. It is a wisdom saving throw, yeah. Uh, 18. 18. You shrug that shit off and I would say probably break into a run being that people are now attacking you. Can we try and, hand and me. chase after him? Ah, uh, yeah, you guys can follow him as he runs through the door and starts just rapidly trying to outpace you all. Okay, I tackle him. Yeah. Oh, uh, you already cast whole person. He is far past you now. But I will say, Rogar, with your Berserker Boots, you are the one gaining on him. I was going to say, yeah, am I not faster than him? If you hadn't spent an action to do the thing, he is past you at this I point. I think my, my, my haste has ended now, so yeah, so I'm, I'm not going... Oh, that's far. a good point. You were hasted at the end of this fight, so you... Uh... Oh, no, no, you didn't get a haste because you died. Yeah, <laughs> ten, ten, <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's ended. 
Either way, at the moment, Tommy is ahead of you, but you are closing on him, Rogar. You're about like 20 feet behind him, I would say. I'm just going to try and grab hold of him because I don't know what's it's a bit. What? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's acting a bit strange. So I'm kind of a bit like, hold on a minute. Just if there's, a, if there's any of cynical, um, cynical normal Tommy would be trying to slow myself down a bit if I've got any ability to because I don't know what I'm walking into, but I don't know how much of that control I have anymore. Well, at the moment, as you burst through this door and you start heading down a corridor, you head to what you must guess is Samuel Crenn's bedroom, and you swing open the door as Rogar is starting to gain on you. And as you get inside, I'll say at this point, Rogar, you can do an opposed strength check to grapple Tommy. So both of you roll strength. Let's see how this goes this time. Yeah. Sorry. 22 from me. Oh, no, wasn't. Sorry, that was you. Seven. <laughs> 22 from Tommy. Natural 20 from Tommy. So, Rogar, as you leap to grapple him, Tommy just spins and elbows you in the face, and you get clared to one side. Second time to get today, failing out with your prodigious strength. But uh, you yeah. kind of overcommitted to the leap, and Tommy, you are free. And you look around this room, and it is Kren's bedroom and study. You can see a a master bed just a little bit away from you, and it is a glorious room, a room fit for a king. In fact, part of your brain thinks maybe this is your room? As you look around, the thing that is calling your attention is the study, and you see on a desk sat there a book. A book Stop him. that you know is yours. Am I still in the same room as him? Well, you just used your action to try grapple him. You are in the room. Oh. I, I know, I know, I know, but... Yeah. You're I in the room I was chasing him. him, too. Am I far away from him or not? Um, you are lying on the floor about five feet away from him. Rogo's taller is... than five feet. If I took yeah, off my glove, could I touch him and paralyze him with my cool hand? Um, if Tommy's not going to move away from you right now on his scope, which kind of is. <laughs> How far away am I? You would be just getting to the door now. Are you going to do something? Uh, is it me and Solara? Uh, Solara is running after you as well, yeah. Yeah, has she got anything to... Uh, has, I think, suggestion, which she can try to. Yeah. Um, however, she doesn't know this. But she's going to cast suggestion. However, that is a charm effect, Tommy, and it does not affect you. It does not, no. It washes over you as she kind of commands you, Tommy, stop! And it means nothing to you. You don't obey the commands of servants. Can I lasso him with my rope? <laughs> Go on, <laughs> cowgirl. <I've got. laughs> I've got, alright. You could, you could try and do a strength check against me, I guess. You could try and tackle me before I move away. Yeah? Yeah, you can try a strength check as well. I'm not going to roll another 22, he says. He says, somehow <laughs> always rolling really high. <laughs> Except when I want to... <laughs> Wait a minute. When on my run, mm -hmm. I take the potion of hill giant strength. <laughs> Go on. You can use the potion of hill giant strength it's now. Technically, it's bonus action anyway. So if we're doing it by action, yeah. that seems fair. So what does that do exactly to my roll? Raises your strength to twenty-one. So it's a plus five strength regardless of. So whatever your strength is right now, I think plus three or something. Yeah, that. Do the strength check and then add two to it. Okay. And Tommy, roll yours as well. Okay. Uh, 15 from Tommy. Oh my god! Oh, shit! So, 
plus Sophia, two. you uh, thirteen. Yeah. So Sophia, you down this Hildran strength and you feel your body just expand like you're hulking out and you just think, yeah, I'm gonna tackle Tommy easily. And as you jump at him, I'm gonna say like just because of Tommy's natural <laughs> dexterity, he kind of ducks out of the way and pushes you on the back of the head and sends you like flying forward into the wall. I mean I mean I mean guys, if I had an American football right now, I'd be going for like a 90 yard touchdown here. <laughs> this, is, this is I'm on fire. <laughs> you you really want this book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, At the end of the day, he's going to get the book no matter what the fuck we do, so I give up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, with these roles, fate wants you to yeah. have this book. I mean, uh, come on, so guys. <laughs> Don't give up on me yet. So, Tommy. Okay, go <laughs> die. <laughs> no, it's not my fault. It's the dice. RNG, so guys. RNG. It's, it, it, it's, your, it's your action anyway. <laughs> yeah, but do I, do I have any agency? That's my question. Well, Tommy. As you begin to walk towards the book, and in your mind right now, you have the overwhelming urge to take this book up. You see it just sat in front of you on this study, and it looks like kind of a regular book. It almost looks like what you think maybe like a playbook might look like. It's small, it's uh, black with this uh, yellowish edging around it, and it has a yellow symbol on it. In fact, you recognize the symbol is the one that was on the banners in Prince Throne Room. At least the version of Prince's throne room that you saw. And you can hear its song, and it is it's your song. This is your book, and you <laughs> you want to read it. But there is another voice as your hand begins to reach out, and your hand starts to shake. And you hear another voice that I would say is your voice. Just calling out. It's almost incredibly faint but it's enough to stay your hand for a moment. And in that moment, it allows you to realize that the orb in your coat pocket is almost buzzing. And so Tommy, this is how this is gonna work. Okay. I'm giving you the choice here okay. of which side of Tommy would win out. Everything you've done since signing on with Pastor to be his chosen, is almost like one version of Tommy. And the other version of Tommy is the one from before that, from when you met the entity at the gate and it gave you this orb. And I'm not gonna make you roll. I'm gonna let you just RP this however you want. You can either grab for the orb or you can grab for the book. So, I mean, I've gotta be honest. I've, original Tommy would never have chosen willingly to be um, the chosen of Hastur, or to be a minion of any god, his rebellious streak run far too deep for that. But seeing he's no way out at that moment, he he chose it, and actually he's kind of enjoyed it for the most part. I mean the um, the transforming at will into whatever he wants has been pretty sick. Um, wearing the mask all the time hasn't been too much of an issue. The extra abilities have been fun. It's all, it's kind of hasn't really had any negative impact at all on Tommy, which kind of makes it difficult to fight against because, you know, it's, it almost seems like a natural extension of who he is. And especially within, with now this feeling that he is the king and this is, this book is rightfully his and he should read it. But it means it's very, very difficult to fight against. And yet at the same time, 
that's doing what he's told and there's that strong rebellious streak kind of rebellious streak that hasn't made him as completely dedicated a servant of Hasta as Rogar has been of the Whispering Man kind of questioning and always pushing back why are we doing this no let's not do that not agreeing is so ingrained into his very core of his being that I mean it's hard because even even the orb is doing what someone's told him to do which is annoying <laughs> so I think he reaches for the orb okay so Tommy as your hand is shaking and it's starting to move closer on its own and you notice something that you thought was gone from you and you see these ethereal strings appear back on your hand and they're pulling it towards the book closer and closer and your finger is about an inch away as your other arm almost possessed doesn't grab for the orb but slaps your hand against the coat and this orb that Froll you felt previously could have been made of like adamantine this thing wasn't breaking no matter what you did it now is just as fragile as any bit of glass and it shatters and those strings sever and you feel this flow of energy over you and everyone else in the room watches as Tommy kind of glows white for a moment and the mask on your face cracks and falls away as part of you the small portion of you that was held within that orb thing that was kept aside and kept safe for all the horrors that were to come afterwards is finally released and is given back control of your body and it is a hell of a head rush because this version of you has seen everything that's happened it's seen through your eyes as if it was in control but your perspective at times has been colored you've lashed out you've been angry you've attacked people that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise and that little voice has always just been quelled quite easily sometimes it's worked out for your benefit sometimes you've been reckless or courageous and it's kind of worked out but it's always been most at someone else's behest that little bit of chaos in you but now as the orb breaks you feel your original personality restoring the powers has to bestowed upon you disappear as the mask shatters but tommy for the first time and feels like years just because of how tiring it's been you feel like yourself hmm. what the actual living fuck has been going on yeah. <sighs> took off your mask jesus fucking christ I, I mean fucking all the gods i've been buried inside my own mind for what feels like an eternity is the book still there it's still there yeah. Does Tommy have hold of the book? No, he's, his hand stopped, and I assume at the moment he probably turned away from it. He doesn't feel its pull anymore. All I can say is, fuck, guys, I've, I'm sorry I've been such a fucking dick recently. It's good to be back. It feels weird. Like my body isn't even mine anymore. Can I, like, take a perception check on Tommy and the book? Just because it, it would seem strange to Rogar that he's basically 
flipped off everybody to try and pick this book up and then suddenly it's like, oh no, I don't want the book. I'd be an inside check, really. Oh, right. Inside but I'll let you do an inside check on his current state of mind. At 18. Nice. 18. Uh, taking a look at how Tommy's acting and how he's and the things he's saying, you get the impression that he's very confused and that he's had a bit of an out-of-body experience. Is there shards of glass still on the floor from the orbital, or...? No, in fact, when he shattered it, you didn't, you didn't see anything. Like, you just saw him slap his chest, but nothing seemed to fall out. And uh, if Tommy looks at some point, he'll see that there's just nothing there at all. Okay. Man, fuck that prick in yellow. What? Gren? Uh, no. Hasta. the fuck is Hasta? Would Rogar recognize that name? Um, you wouldn't at the moment. Yeah, well, if you wanted to consult your book right now, you could. <laughs> it's like, hang on one second. Yeah. <laughs> in the, I'd, say, I'd say in this very moment, the name doesn't ring a bell, but you know that Tommy was clearly acting weird. So you could maybe put some context to clues together that he might be talking about something otherworldly. Okay. I just try and, like, gather what information I can from him then. I'm going to look at Solara and ask her, like, see if she knows what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, Solara just kind of shakes her head like, uh, I have no clue, but I get a strong feeling that he sh- shouldn't have picked up the book, so I'm glad he hasn't. Yes, I, um, I, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, well, I was just going to say, if you want to maybe take a few steps away from it, I feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, yeah, sure, I don't even know whether I should just fucking shoot it. Look, Hasta, some fucking big yellow cunt on a throne, made me kneel before him, and... I kind of haven't been myself ever since. You might have noticed the mask was permanently attached to my face. And I was doing some weird fucking shit that I didn't always like. We're not your servants anymore, are we? No, you're not my fucking servants. Unless you want to be. No. I'll give you a wink then. And hopefully that makes you feel like Tommy's still there and still being a bit of a dick. Hmm. I'm very wary of this new, just all of a sudden he's changed, apparently. Yeah, I'm kind of like taken aback by this as well, because Rogar kind of likes Yellow Tommy. (laughs) 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 That's fair. (laughs) I've got to be honest, I kind of like Yellow Tommy a bit as well. So that's why it was genuinely an interesting decision to have to make. So no no one's touched the book yet. No, stop no trying one. to get at the book. I'm, 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 okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very tempted to destroy it at this moment in time. I'm tempted to look at the book. Yeah, yeah Rogar, I, I know you are. To... And you're going to grow like a second dick or something, so don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, I might, rather than letting anybody talk, oh, it depends how much time we've got, because we've kind of just killed like a big health monster. Oh, I mean, I, th- I think we may have won, guys. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, we've not ended the revolution yet. Yeah, Yeah, you haven't actually signaled anyone yet. No. Uh, We did it, yay. Yay. We did it, yay, but. Then Tommy gets started weird. Is is Kren's corpse still there, like, any any part of it? Um, Open, if you, uh, can I use Mage Hand to pick up the book and put it in the bag of holding? Yeah, you can do. I don't want that anywhere near me. Gosh, well, then we... I'll carry. I'll carry the bag. Should we? No, I don't it? want it near you either. I'm not going to read it. I just want to 
I just don't want somebody else to come up here and read it while we're off giving the signal. And then freaking Emmerich comes up the stairs thinking, oh, yeah, I'm big, I'm good, me. And then opens the book and then boom. All right, okay, okay. As know. the most sane, and I I will still... say this while you guys are saying that. I think it's Doran does eventually reach the door and kind of looks and goes, um, so <laughs> why did you all run off? That was a bit strange. I'm just going to point and say, you, 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 just, just stand over there. And like, <laughs> and like, and like, point to like another, another, another part of the room away from the book and away just from the door. Stand, stand in the corner. <laughs> stand over there in the corner, wave along. Shh. Shh. How um, rude! As the most sane person, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for bringing the mate using the mage hand. Put it in the bag, and I and Solara will look after it. Uh, and um, and Ma- Magus, yeah. Uh, thank you for your service today. I tell you what, if 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 they're if they're going to be pissy about it, I'm just going to pocket it because I can carry a book. Yeah, I don't think we want you, want you to do that. But nobody else is willing to pick it up. Well, they, 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 I've they, just they, used my mage hand to pick it up and put it in my pocket. Yeah, pick it up, pick it up with your mage hand and put it in the bag of holding. Yeah, but they're not. Put it in the bag, Rogo. No, I'm going to put it on me. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to tuck it inside in, in inside a pocket. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't think I like that. No, me neither. Well, as Rogar Mage hands it over to himself, do you grab it, Rogar? As Don't far as fucking I, I'm touch not, it. I'm not, I'm not reading it or anything. Don't fucking touch Looking it. At it. That's why I use the Mage hand. Don't sort of... fuck it. Tommy's, Tommy's going to make movements towards you to try and stop you touching it. I'm not going to touch it. I was, that's, why, that's, why I've used, that's why I use Mage hand so that I don't have to touch it. Because I don't gonna... know what the book is about. So what are you doing? It's just staying in the air in front of you and Mage Hand. Well, you can do. I want somebody to do. I want somebody other than who's a bit more powerful than me to do an Arcana check on it. That's what I want. Well, you just told Magus Doran to go and stand in the corner. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> well, we'll wait for Archpriestess Lauren then, shall we? But for now, just so no one accidentally brushes up against it and gets infected or someone, I don't know, just swipes it from you, can you please just give it to me and put it in the bag? No, because I don't trust you. Why don't you trust me? What have I done? You stole my kill. Oh my fucking cheater. Fine, put it in the bag of holding. You can carry the bag of holding, Rogar. I'm quite happy to accept that. I'm the biggest person here. I'll carry the bag of holding. I'm not going to steal from you. Come on. We've come this far together. You're the biggest person here who didn't kill Samuel Cran. Yeah, thanks for that, love. We've we've already already established this. Uh, If he still had a skull, I would have skull fucked him. Does does he? I mean, is is there is is there any skull washed up at the end of that? I mean, ah, you can go back and inspect the throne room, see what's left in there. (laughs) Is there something I can fuck in here? (laughs) But no, so that's fine. I'll take the bag of holding. And I've put it straight into the bag of holding. Okay. You From drop it into the bag of holding? Straight into the bag of holding, yeah. Yes. Sure. You do that? Yes. Yes. Let's light some shit on fire so that they know we're, we're done. Light it up. If only there was something... Well, is, there, is there anything we could hold up of his that could signal as well as lighting things on fire? Um, if you were looking around his room, you'd see like official robes of office, things like that. In fact, Tommy, as you're now stood in his study and you're looking around you do see on the wall a sword i'm gonna go and go over to the sword and inspect it uh it but it is hanging on the wall and it is a beautiful looking long sword the oath keeper i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna take a look at it and see if i can 
yeah, see if it's see if I can get it down and yeah, you can you can take it down off the wall, inspect it. It looks excellently made. What the fuck was that? Um, that warhammer he had. I didn't didn't know anything about that from like my dad or anything. I thought he had a sword. I thought he had that sword. He does, and now I'd have that sword. <laughs> the, the question is, when Tommy looks at it, can Tommy use it? Well, Tommy, do you try to like give it a swing? Um, yeah, I'm gonna sort of give it a bit of a maybe just unsheath it and see if it's something you know. Uh, you unsheath it and you kind of swing it around. And tell me, Tommy, what is your original alignment? I think it was lawful original neutral. Original alignment was chaotic yeah. neutral. Uh, Chaotic neutral, yeah. Chaotic neutral. You swing the sword, and even though it's beautiful, you find it difficult to use. And you're you're quite accomplished with this with a blade. And like you look at it and you just test the balance. And I mean, looking at the sword, you take a stab in the dark. It's probably magical, given the amount of magical weaponry you've seen before. But as you're kind of waving it around, it just doesn't seem to cut right. Mm. Something. I don't know, you can't use this sword as well as you feel you should be able to. Huh. Doesn't feel right. Yeah, Sophia, have a look. And I'm going okay. to toss it over to you. Uh, Sophia, what's your alignment? Um, lawful neutral. Again, same as Tommy. It seems such a lovely sword, but you can't use it. Yeah, chuck it back. Might be handy. Come on, guys. On. Come on, guys. Lara. Solara, do you want to hold it? Let, 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 Solara can't use sword. You've already got a new sword, mate. <laughs> uh, Solara actually doesn't know how to use lock swords. I was going to say, the whole idea is that if you pass it to me, just to see if it works and what it does, it's not that yeah, I'm going uh, it's, to it's, it. we, we, we are We are going to give it to you. <laughs> just just let everyone else have a go first. <laughs> <laughs> Solara and Megas Doran both kind of shrug and shake their heads. They have no idea how to use long swords. I have a feeling that it might not work for you either. Oh, I have a feeling it won't work for me either, but Rogar's Rogar. So, Rogar, you take the sword, and as you try to swing it, it's like a leaden weight in your hand and almost drops completely out of your hand. Like, it hits the floor, like, dunk! And you almost struggle to lift it a little bit. And I just look at it like, well, that's a piece of shit. <laughs> well, you, you, Sophia, you are definitely the most likely. I know, Ooh, who, has... can, I know who can use it. Yeah. <laughs> But Sophia is the, the most likely to get well, to sort of end up that way mm-hmm. from previous Actually. actions. <laughs> why don't, um, yeah, why don't you hang on to it, Sophia? Then, if not, Oi? we'll just we'll sell it because it looks like it might be <laughs> worth a few bob. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. So, oh, so did you want me to put it in the bag of holding just because? Yes, I please. And I will put it in the bag of holding. Okay. Yeah, take a guess from uh, how it reacted to Rogar. There was probably a good reason why Kren wasn't using it anymore. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, I guess, uh, in terms of things that need to happen immediately in the palace, is the first thing you do is go signal the revolution? Is that what you're doing next? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. What, what's your signal? Uh, we're going to burn one of the things Banners. outside. Banners, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys head up a little bit higher in the palace. Oh, oh, just, just, sorry, just a quick one. Before we leave Kren's room, can I just do like an investigation check to see if I see anything else? Actually, it's a good shout, yeah. Can sure, we, um, can do an investigation. Do a couple. I'll, I'll, I'll do a At the end of the day, 
we we rub people so yeah very <laughs> true i'll do a perception around just to see if there's anything worth noticing in the room and i guess rogar you do an investigation to see if there's anything worth picking up uh so r- rubbish round rubbish yes rubbish and rubbish uh looking around his room find by the 10 you get some fancy clothes some very nice garments that kren would have previously worn before he started just wearing all yellow um so which could probably sell for a fair bit of cash and you find a couple of pouches of gold which are a complete total of 1700 gold pieces nice 1700 add that to the total party pop so that's what you find how many sets of fancy clothes um i mean in there in the closet you can probably find about five sets of fancy clothes okay just just to, so. and i will look yeah i'll do uh i have do investigation fan, uh, investigation yeah yeah um i have advantage on perception though ah, well it's not a perception <laughs> <laughs> seven fuck it no. We don't find anything else, I'm guessing. Nope, nothing else with that one, sadly. But uh, I think we've uh, looted enough then. So you are going off no, to... No, we're just going to stay here and keep looting. Until we find something. There's got to be something else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's get, go, go, go burn a banner down. Yeah. So you guys head upstairs and you find the sort of railing where the banners are and together you set the thing ablaze. And it gives you an excellent view of the city. And you can you see some buildings on fire, a bit of smoke in places, but honestly, the damage doesn't look too bad from where you're sitting. As you look out over, you're quite high up as well, so it's difficult to see things. But you can see the, the wall that surrounds the palace, and you can see the host of people outside who are kind of making it look like it was a frontal assault. And what you don't see is any of the crystalline knights. But you do see the palace guard. And you see a figure running around them, looking like he's shouting orders that you guess is card Captain Emmerich, the real one. And he's telling them to stand down, to not attack the citizens. Oh, that's good. And as the banner burns, you hear cheering come from the crowd. Hey, we are the champions. Yeah, <laughs> you have successfully ended the revolution. So to close this episode out, I'm just going to do a quick... A bit like a cutscene pan around the city as you guys are celebrating on top of the uh, balcony. As we kind of look out and just witness all the little parts of the revolution coming together, you watch as the Varadin army is beginning to march towards the city and they find the gates broken and a host of mages stood upon the city walls, all kind of readying spells and preparing themselves for any sort of foolhardy assault by the army but as the banner goes up in flames Archpriestess Lauren looks over and smiles and then sends a message out to whoever seems to be leading these forces and after a few moments of uh, deliberation on the army side you see they raise a white flag they're not going to come and try to storm the city now that Kren is defeated and the city's already lost you will also see the palace the Crystalline Knights are being shattered and destroyed by the Palace Guard, the last of those horrors being banished away. As we go through the streets, you see Lieutenant Ashar of the Revolution. She is investigating something, and she comes upon House Landrin. 
and she sees the front gates are wide open. So she begins to sneak inside and she sees a dozen or so bodies of people who are a little bit too foolhardy. And they are all just lying there dead with this horrifying grin across their faces. And as Lieutenant Shara kind of sneaks through the gatehouse and she looks out into the courtyard beyond it, she sees a pile of bodies with a jester sat on top of them, giggling and laughing to himself. But then he seems to take a moment and she's not certain whether this creature spotted her or not as she kind of holds her breath as he stands up. But then he sort of smiles and kind of does a backflip off the pile and heads back into the house, seemingly done. And next, as we go back to the streets, we see two figures moving through the citizens, one of whom is covered in a long cloak with the hood up trying to act inconspicuous, and the other is a large, naked half-orc who still seems to be somewhat unconscious, but with his arm draped around the other as they sneak away into the dark to try to disappear into the citizens and go as unnoticed as possible. The celebrations begin. And lastly, we watch as the leaders of the revolution, Mon Belsar, Heinrich Sandrin, Arahar Odell, and even the one-armed Doomguide Halson are led in through the front of the palace gates with huge smiles on their faces. As today, that's when people finally took their city back. And that's where we're going to end this episode. I didn't die. You didn't? No, we all survived. Tommy almost died. I did almost, almost die. I did almost die. And I almost killed us all too. As, as you guys are staring over the city, no, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this actually, but as you guys were staring over the city, Tommy's really, really tempted to just casually sidle away back inside and go and sit on the throne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will say uh, one more thing as you're all sort of stood there overlooking the city. Rogar, as you're looking out, and I don't know if you're overly happy, but at the very least, Kren is dead. Whether it was by your final yeah. attack or not, you did at least strike him down. And as you're kind of leaning on the banner... Sorry, unless you're leaning on the barricade and looking out over the city and the revolutionaries cheering, you feel a cold hand rest on your shoulder and you just hear a voice whisper, Well done. And that's where I'm going to just end all that. Mm. Rogar is smiling and... Yeah. No, that's just you. Well, no, it's just Rogar, but it's it's like that moment, I don't know, I suppose almost like that father figure you have or whatever is like you know i'm actually proud of you type of thing. i was just like yeah yeah bit warm in his heart and <laughs> you've, you've achieved what you set out to do that is true that is true quest is is effectively complete yeah and you live to see i it, achieved live, live what he set out to do well we, so we, we, we all did group effort <laughs> Rogar throws you over the barricade. No more Sophia. <laughs> to- to- Tommy doesn't stop because right now he's sat on the Iron Throne. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy won the Game of Thrones, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you all had fun. That was that's the end of arc one. <laughs> yeah. 
That was a wild it ride. Took a while. <laughs> How long have we play, been playing Arc One for? Actually, we probably should have got the stats out today and, and been like, "Yeah, we started this in when a year and a half, I think." Yeah, about we, a year we, and a half. Yeah, we 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 well, we started playing D and D. 2017. Just before Alex was born. In, yeah, so yeah. 2017. Like no, early, after no, he was born. Just, no, it wasn't. We were no. in the new house. Uh, no, we weren't in this house. Are we were we in not? our old house. Yeah. We started playing, like, not this not this campaign. Oh, okay, okay. But we, we started playing, yeah, in like, we started playing again in like 2016. We started this campaign in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Almost two years. But uh, yeah, pretty much. This campaign. Yeah. But only just about a year of it on part now. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, wow. Yeah. It's a culmination of, of, of many an hour. But yeah. well worth it, I think. Well, well done. That was a very tough fight. Yeah. Thank you. You made it. You didn't make it easy on us. No, <laughs> no. But again, but also you didn't just murk us all in like the first five minutes so we appreciate that as well yeah it felt felt very much like a, a challenge that fight it wasn't easy um i really really fucking thought i had you though with the consumer madness i really was was was, yeah. was going for it i knew you were gonna try that <laughs> yeah i thought you i, I thought about it like uh as i was riding fight off i was like I know exactly what he's going to try. The yeah. uh, using whole person on yourself to try avoid becoming the next boss—that was interesting. I didn't expect that. Yeah, that was that was that was kind of the the, the trick because I thought, well, if I just use it, you 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 could just transfer it all onto me, and then I'm just the boss now. And Kren's also there. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't doesn't give us any benefit. But if you hold, and I thought if we do whole person at the same moment, it means that I won't get a chance to make a save against it, and I should still be held even after I gain the madness. Mm. So that was the idea, rather than having like any resistances against it, or, or you making me make the save. So yeah, 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 very inventive. Yeah, oh, good well. It was it was it was worth a punt. Well, you got a little scene with Krem before he died, at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and got to <laughs> just give him some shit. Basically, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> oh well, I didn't know he was a nice guy before. No, that's very yeah, true. He, he he was a tough. He he ran the city. Why would I like him? Toph uh, dead. Leave her alone. <laughs> Toph is dead. <laughs> Not so, that kind of tough. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the fight. Um, yeah, it's it'd be interesting to see where we go from here. Um, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We lived, bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope everyone listening enjoyed. Uh, I had a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. It was really, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, it's, it's difficult to describe now, but I'm like, oh, sort of like, oh, shit, it's, it's happened. We did it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like kind of post nut clarity, kind of. It's like in a video game when you beat a really hard boss that you've been trying to get to for a while. Yeah, and there's yeah. an initial euphoria, and it's like, oh, shit, I've done it now. Yeah, or the I, credits roll, and you're like, oh, do I watch the credits? Or, uh... <laughs> I, I guess I just. I, I guess I'll, I'll I'll mince around for a bit, and then uh, I mean back. I I I I, <laughs> I guess I had a life before this, but I don't quite know what it was anymore. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll play uh, the Sims for an hour, and then I'll start the the campaign again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's roll a new character, start over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
Well, cool. So, I mean, if you want to check out all the episodes that uh, led up to this moment, you can on all major podcast providers. And if you want to chat with any of us, we are all on Twitter. I am at TreasonNo, and my players are there with their character names and GTMP at the end of it. If you want to check out all the lore gallery and all the goodies we have on our website, it is a WordPress website with Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And we also have a Facebook group, also at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. So I will... uh, hand you over to my players to say their goodbyes. Yeah, as usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Europe for now. And as usual, if you want to hear more from me, I'm... and it could be for some time as well, as not yet sure when we're going to be returning, I am having another child. So I'm having keep... another child. She's having another child. <laughs> but I will still have to change the nappy and stuff. So I, I, I'm involved. Sophia and Tommy hooked up and had a kid. All right. It was, it was yeah. an accident. It, it wasn't an accident. No, no. She wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but anyway, for the very last time, at least this series, I have a nice little advert for you. Why can't my knife cut through this steak? Silly husband, you should have gone to Plus One Blades. They make the finest. Silly husband, you're the one that cut the fucking thing until it was tough as bloody shoe leather. Yes, well, if you try cooking dinner for a change, you might realise it's difficult with all the shitty pots we have. Buy better pots then. I can't because you keep pissing all our money away down the pub every night. I don't get yelled at by a miserable old cow down the pub. Oh, fuck you, you grumpy old bastard. Piss off down the pub then and give me some peace and fucking quiet. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. The Rat Runners Assassination Services putting the death in Till Death Do Us Part. <laughs> Is that going to be us? It may be. <laughs> Steve, honey, look around you. To everyone here who matters, you're vapour. Your spam, a perf- a waste of perfectly good yearbook space, and that's not ever going to get change. I love that film. I I bet the boys haven't watched it, but um, if you have, let me know. Yeah, no yeah, clue Steve. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. Nope, not <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to elaborate on one point, uh, it was called Arc One for a reason. We will be back in some capacity. Yep. Just as soon as the wife's plopped the new kid out. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. We'll still have uh, GTNP fun. <laughs> so, uh, goodbye for now. Cheers. Bye. bye. See ya. Hey, this is Paul. This is Beth. I'm Emily. And we're from On The Shoulder. Uh, The show you just listened to is part of the Necropodicon network. That's Necropodicon. Necropodicon! (laughs) If you're looking for some uh, D&D adventures in a modern world with devils, davers, and... Dicks. Yeah, there sure are. Um, Detoise. And Find us on the Necropodicon network. Uh, www.necropodicon.com. 
Smell you later. <laughs> Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.